The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. The is no, I don't have to take my shoes off today because these are really grounded in source. <laughs> Just saying. So, Schrodinger's cat. Not Schroeder from the Peanuts, cut, Peanuts cartoon, rather the Australian physicist Erwin Schrodinger, who in 1935 proposed a quantum entanglement theory about a cat. Now, for those who may be aware about Schrodinger's cat by watching the Big Bang Theory, after service, we'll gather together for a rousing rendition of Soft Kitty. But back to Schrodinger. Schrodinger theorized that through the principles of quantum entanglement, if someone was to place a cat in a box and close the box, the cat would simultaneously be alive or dead depending on the thoughts that an individual maintained about the cat in the closed box. Now, physicists at a university attempting to prove Schrodinger's theory took a single atom, a single atom, and somehow placed this atom in a box. Don't ask me how. I don't know. But the researchers studied the atom as different individuals stood in front of the box, contemplated the state of this singular boxed atom. And this experiment found that the boxed atom would take different forms, different colors, various, move, had various movements within the box each time a different individual would stand in front of the box and just contemplate the atom. Leading to the conclusion, the thought is an influencing force on energy. In the Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote, thought is the creative energy shaping the undifferentiated, undifferentiated substance into form. Thought, your thought, is the creative energy shaping the substance, the essence of spirit, God's stuff, the energetic fabric of the universe into form. Now, the only way to experience Schrodinger's cat as alive or as moved along to the great litter box in the sky, is to open the box. And until the box is opened, guess what? You get to choose which thought of Schrodinger's cat you will maintain and subsequently allow to define your experience with the cat in the closed box. So the cat will either be soft kitty, happy kitty, little ball of fur, Or, well, you know. So, Schrodinger's theory on quantum entanglement may be successfully applied to our everyday thought processes with the realization. I get to choose whether or not to maintain a thought of health or illness, love or loneliness, abundance or lack, 
joy, a state of grace, peace and ease are quite frankly something else. Within the realm of thought, either choice may exist simultaneously. Yet, as the research experiment pointed out, it is the focused thought with the influencing force that impacts the universe. Wayne Dyer said, loving people live in a loving world. Hostile people live in a hostile world. Same world. So based on Schrodinger's theory of quantum entanglement, the researcher's study of the atom in the box, and Holmes' direction of your thought being the creative energy shaping the divine substance into form. We have to ask, what do you believe would be the effect of choosing to contemplate, think, intend, and affirm only the highest and best thoughts for yourself and all who share your journey? intimate or casual? Well, to paraphrase, paraphrase Wayne Dyer, empowering people live in an empowered world. Unempowering people live in an unempowered world. Same world. We could even say positive people live in a positive world, negative people live in a negative world. Same world. The only difference is the choice of the individual's thought. So we're going to suggest a little experiment of our own for the holiday season. Since it's the holidays, why not? Let's embrace the potential and the newness of the highest and best thoughts for ourselves and all those who share our journey. Let's view those within our journey through a consciousness which knows and practices there with the energy of the divine. Go I. Let us allow our every contemplation of ourselves and all others to be a thought of how magnificent, how miraculous it is to be an individualized living manifestation of all the potential and possibility of presence thriving in the physical realm. Let our each word cast towards others be the words of Tiny Tim on our affirmation card this week. God bless us, everyone. Which is the title of this morning's lesson. God bless us, everyone. So I'm, I'm foregoing, we're foregoing our usual parable because I have a true parable for you and to me. I promise it's true. And it was told to me by one of our members a few years ago and around the holiday season and so this member, there, a few years ago, their family, like many families, during the holiday decided they didn't need to exchange gifts. They knew they loved each other enough for the holiday season. And so the decision was that the family would not exchange gifts and direct whatever funds they were intending to spend to individuals who found themselves in a rough patch this time of year during the holiday season. So one of the family members who lived out of state. Turns out had a friend who was in his late 20s that lost a leg in an accident. And the, I promise it's going to get better. The young man, the young man could not afford an artificial leg. Couldn't afford it. And he had no insurance, no, no Medicare, no Medicaid, none of that. Nothing would cover the artificial limb. And it turns out, you know, he was just too old as it seemed. So his local community 
was not rallying around him to raise the $3,500 needed for a new artificial leg. Well, you know, on the outside, he was no longer this cute little boy that we all were, cute little girl that we all were when we were younger. It seems that being in your 20s is too old to generate a holiday, some holiday cheer, a spirit of giving. And it's almost incomprehensible how helpless his inner child must have felt. Well, this young man in his 20s did exactly what society dictated that he do. He toughed it up. He would say he didn't need an artificial limb. He didn't care that people stared at him. However, there was that inner child. There was that inner child that was in need of a little love, a little care, a little understanding, perhaps some goodness sent his way. And so his friend looked back, looked past all of that false facade and operating simply from the awareness. There with the energy of God go I. Decided this one person, this one expression of source, would be where she focused on being a blessing to the world in the form of an artificial leg. So, she didn't have $3,500. Nor did she have a clue where she would get an extra $3,500. All she had was a thought that she could provide an artificial leg, coupled with unbridled expectation and an enthusiastic, unwavering belief that she could make a difference this holiday season for just one person. After all, how hard could it be to find an artificial limb, all of which have to be custom-made for one individual and one that she could afford? Well, when it was all said and done, the young man now walks without his crutches on two legs, one he was born with and one he was given by his friend, whose mere enthusiastic, focused thought powerfully and effortlessly influenced, impacted universal energy. Did she somehow come up with $3,500 for a new leg? No, she did not. Did she unravel all the red tape that exists in government bureaucracies and insurance companies and, and get him an artificial leg? No, she did not. Did she convince the manufacturer of an artificial limb company to give him a leg? No. Did she convince the community that, no, you know, focus on his inner child, not someone that's too old to express a giving nature to? No, she didn't that, that either. So, how did she give her friend an artificial leg that was the right size, the perfect size for her friend at the right time? Wait for it. You're going to love this. She won the artificial leg on an eBay auction. <laughs> Kid you not. Don't shoot, shoot the messenger. I only shared this story as it shared with me. You can get anything on eBay. Turns out the seller of the leg had a brother who also needed an artificial leg. And the first leg that the, the insurance had paid for, turns, guess what? 
it wasn't the right fit after all. So a new one had to be made, and the manufacturer told them, well, just throw the old one away, and we'll get you one that fits. And the family decided to sell the one that didn't fit correctly for $200 plus shipping and handling. Merry Christmas was had by all. Gary Zukoff wrote, every relationship you have is yet an op another opportunity to do God's work, to become the vessel through which love flows freely from God to God. In so doing, know that you are serving your own soul's need and desire as well to overcome the earth-level egoic thinking that finds its home stuck in the gravitational pull of a collective consciousness that breeds fear and believes in isolation, duality, and separation. It's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Pick one. It's up to you. And it's regardless of which one we choose, it's a holiday that's celebrated. And it's an opportunity for us to become the vessel through which love flows freely from God to God. In so doing, you are serving your own soul's needs and desire to serve as the manifestation of a living, breathing, walking, talking expression of the evolutionary force of the love of the divine. So we're going to add to this. If you want to evolve and expand this miraculous essence of spirit that you are, dissolve old ingrained patterns of energy which no longer serve you and more than likely never did, then take this opportunity, this holiday season, to be the vessel to express divine love and compassion to those whose inner child is as fully alive, fully active, and in need of a little love as it ever was, especially this time of year. Only now, you see their inner child is shielded a little bit by life's aging process. Not y'all, but others. Maybe a few ill-spoken words are not so great decisions. It's easy, it's effortless to be the vessel of God's love to those we love and to bless them every day as we know to do. However, the opportunity for growth comes in. True spiritual growth and expansion occurs as an effect of stepping outside of our comfort zones, holding a thoughtful intention of good cheer, of joy, of love to those, to those of whom it's not as easy to, to, who's not as easy as it what once was to honor and tend to their inner child. Understand, should an individual follow this suggestion, to reach out to those who could use a little extra love this time of year, the blessings of spirit, the growth and expansion of consciousness that occurs is for the giver of such energy, not the receiver of such energy. Because we always practice, there with the energy of God go I. And the more we recognize that in others, and the more we see our opportunity to express that energy we are, divine energy to divine energy, 
the more it expands within us. And when we hold a thought that says, you know, this person, that person, whomever, doesn't deserve or is not worthy or did me wrong in some way, or whatever it is, whatever little residual negative crumb that exists within our consciousness at this state of existence, what we are doing is not hurting them. We are simply, and I won't say we're hurting ourselves either. There is no hurt within divine mind. What I will say is that we're blocking our own flow. We're blocking our own expansion. So this is the time to say, how do I bring out and honor somebody else's inner child? And we do that by allowing our own inner child to come out. To come out and to love unconditionally. To see everyone in our existence as simply that child, that full expectation of life is good. Life is full. That inner child that hasn't been impacted by the world at large. And just love them enough so that we can love unconditionally without any reservations or hesitations on what needs to be or how it needs to be received. Robert Collier said, you have to sow before you can reap. You have to give before you can get. Look, it's the holiday season. We love to give presents. We love to get presents, right? This teaching is not about the materialistic. It is about expanding the consciousness to be centered in that creative force of love that we are and to know that we have removed every block which may hamper or delay our most vibrant expression of source energy. So when we move into this awareness that my role is to always give and express the highest and best, that's what I'm here for. Then guess what? That's what we receive. That's what we receive. And I always like to say, this energy is pure, unformed substance. It's what Holmes calls the God stuff. So we can take that God stuff and continue to express it and mold, what, mold it into whatever aspect of our journey that we choose. Michael Beckwith said, we are here to change, we are here to grow, develop, and unfold. We're progressive beings that have infinite capacity. You are at a choice point of every moment of each circumstance, each activity, spoken word and thought. Think about this. A choice point at every word, every thought, every activity. And if you could just view that choice point as a box that you cannot see of what's inside the box. from the awareness it is my thought that is the influential power which has this energy take form what would your thoughts be would they be the highest and best would they say you know that homeless person on the street they're there because of their own thought would it be that old friend that we haven't spoken to in a while? Well, you know, that old friend, they don't call me either. 
So why should I call them? Would that be the thought when we know we can't see the energy inside, but we know we can influence it? I know you well enough to know it's not. I know you well enough to know that what you're going to say is there in that box is the divine energy that I am. It is a thread in the fabric that connects us all. So when I bless and wish the highest and best and affirm the highest and best for everyone in my journey, I am simply affirming and, and blessing for the best for myself. If I am choosing to grow within this teaching, let me choose to go by honoring the fact that there may be times I have blocks that need to be removed. And I cannot remove them by focusing on what others do or do not do. I got a lot of heads going up and down. This is a good thing. So I know we're hitting it right on the head. You know, we have to define what this holiday season is going to be about for us. Is it going to be about giving? And I hope it is, because that's giving of the gift of the divine. But don't let that gift be about not having the ability to grow. Make sure it has the ability to grow. I like to know what... what is it about the holiday season which makes so many want to reach out and impact just a child that they don't know? And chances are we'll never know in some positive manner. And I believe that every individual reaches out during the holiday season, especially to children because of an individual's burning desire to be the vessel through which the divine love flows in an attempt to expand their own divinity within their own soul. At some level of consciousness, they relate to that child in need, who's hurting, who's a an inner child who could use a little nurturing, a little loving, a child who might be having adult issues heaped upon a child's heart and mind. In the instant of sharing, of giving, they are reaching out child to child. God to God, divinity to divinity, not adult to less fortunate. Each of us, regardless of our age, has a child within. Most of you are proven that today with your PJ. But who am I to judge? An inner child whose joy is expanded in giving to life and caring for others at the soul level of our existence. And it is important to recognize every adult has this inner child who at times, sometimes, especially during the holiday season, could use a little, little nurturing, a little love. Now, some are going to say, well, you know, adults are adults. Remember our friend with the artificial leg? Adults are adults. They, they need to be strong. They need to be independent. They need to be worldly. They need to know that the universe just doesn't work this way. Their first cause to their experience, let them take care of themselves. Adults don't need any nurturing or love. We're fine on our own, aren't we? No, we're not. Each of us has an inner child who requires as much love, care, and nurturing as any six-year-old. 
the ancient scripture guides us to become as little children to view life through the eyes of the child with an unbridled hopeful expectation, with the profound willingness to love and accept everyone just as they are, warts and all. To love people of all of life unconditionally. How we view this life of ours, this world that we exist in, and all within our sight ultimately is what our world will become. And it's all based on the thought we choose to entertain the most. How someone, how does someone need, how old does someone need to be in order for society to say, well, you're an adult now. You can take care of yourself regardless of what's going on or has gone on in your experience. The holiday season is about children, not about nurturing, caring for, and expressing love to that fictitious inner child. In short, when is it appropriate to cut them off? 18, 21, 25, 30. How about 40 or 60, 80, or even 90? When does the inner child grow up for God's sake? Well, we can share with you unequivocally that the inner child never becomes an adult. The inner child is always, is always, was, and always will be that first blush, that birth of the potential and the promise of the divine individualizing as the individual in a constant state of wonder and awe, becoming whatever thoughtful intentions they choose to maintain and accept from the world at large. We had just a phenomenal experience Friday night at Lost and Found. For those of you that were there, thank you very much. For those of you that contributed for food or gift cards, thank you very much. The, the bulk of it, um, just so that you know, we had 14 kids served a traditional holiday meal. We had each child received a, their own $55 gift card that they could use anywhere that they wanted. And we also had a full turkey and full ham left over. Right? So what that means is not that we bought an excess, as people like to say, you buy too much. But that the kids that came in Saturday that couldn't be with them Friday night, couldn't be with us Friday night, got to enjoy a holiday meal as well. And the extra, few extra uh, gift cards that we have go to Lost and Found for them to hand out to these kids as well. So we had a lot of wonderful interactions. A lot of, all the kids felt heard. I could see that. They felt loved. I saw a lot of hugs going on, which was fantastic. But one thing, one piece that I'll share with you, and I shared it at, our, at Rocks afterwards, because we all went to Rocks afterwards for our um, libation ceremony. And, but one of the kids called me over, and he, he whispered and pulled me down, and he whispered in my ear. He said, I want you to know, I want you to know, that I know how much it takes to pull something like this off. And I want you to know how much I appreciate what you all have done and what you have overseen. Because nobody else is doing this. One person. 
one person in that moment felt their inner child being nurtured, felt their inner child being cared for. Was it enough to change the world and end homelessness? No. But it was enough to shift the energy in that moment, to influence the power of the universe in that moment, and to begin to transform the fabric, the essence of source that expresses through us all. This young man now has a sense of feeling, a belief that life will get better. His intention is not burdened with what people don't do. And his focus became on what was done. On what was done. Now, is that a story about him? No. It's a story about all of you. It's a story about all of you. And the intention, the influence, the evolution of presence that you put forth. The power of good that you put forth. Simply by saying, taking a moment and say, God bless us, everyone. Norman Vincent Peale said, God waves a magic wand over this world and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. That magic wand is the intention. And you get to direct where your intention flows. You get to direct what influence the power of your thought is going to have at the energy at large. And look, I get it. There are going to be folks this, that in our experience, and let's just call them for what they are. There are Scrooges among us. Not in here, but out there. And our role, as you've heard me say on numerous occasions, is to love them anyway is to continue setting that example of what it means to be that vessel, that outlet for divine love. Some are going to rise up. The vibration that you are projecting in that moment is going to raise their vibration, and they will have that clarity that Jacob Marley provided to Scrooge. Others, they're just destined to be visit, visited by three more spirits next year. But that's not our role. Our role is to be the outlet, the vessel through which the energy flows. See, the Scrooges in our world, they're not born. They are nurtured, trained, and programmed to become as they are. When they arrived on this planet, their consciousness was as free and unlimited as the most creative and loving among us. Yet over time, maybe due to unfortunate circumstances, a few bad breaks now and then, poor, some poorly chosen associations, and possibly a lack of empowering and motivating activities. All of that bound together and served as binding links in a chain, restricting their soul, weighting down their consciousness, so their imagination, their thought, appears to be unable to explore the depths of life's possibilities. You don't have chains. I know, we know, your soul is as free as it ever was. We know that your energy, your intention to be that vessel for the divine to express love at all times, it's alive. It's fully flourishing right here and now. 
And you get to live that. You have the joyful opportunity to live that now. And if you want to do it under the guise of the holiday season, then by all means, do that. But understand, this inner child, once you let it out to play, you're going to have a hell of a lot hard time getting it to come back in. I'm into dinner now. Just five more minutes. Because that inner child, it feels the enthusiasm. It feels the excitement, the vibration of being the outlet for the creative force of love. And that is worth celebrating. That is worth knowing. This is what the holiday season is about. So we implore you, this season, let your child come out to play. Let your child come out to play for only one intention, to play with the inner child of all who cross your path. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite Mind. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.